and welcome to another instrument of JP Morgan Global Data Pod. This is Ayako Fujita, Senior Japan Economist from JP Morgan, and I'm joined today by Yuka Mera, Japan Economist. Today, we will address Japan's inflation dynamics. While Japan is at no risk of seeing the record inflation reading of its peers, the latest data are surprising to the upside as broadening cost pressures are changing pricing behavior. The April core CPI accelerated to 0.2% month on month with the year ago change turning positive for the first time in a year as policy drugs from the changing mobile phone charges faded. Annual PPI inflation rose 10 to 10% over the year in April, the highest since 1980, and the PPI for consumer prices signals upward pressure on core goods inflation to accelerate to meet 1% over the year in 2022. These recent price indicators indicate that inflation is running higher than conventional output gap-based models have suggested. So Yuka, do you see any changes in corporate pricing behavior in response to the significant rise in import prices? Yeah, actually, recent firms' price positive ratio have remained subdued so far, and it has yet to be sufficient to cover all cost increases. To gauge corporate pricing behavior, we estimate firms' cost positive index by using the BOJ Tankan survey, removing a statistical bias of the pricing DIs. This indicator shows that Japanese firms' pricing power has declined since the mid-2000s. In the 1990s, Input prices continued to fall, but the decline in output prices was smaller, so the firms could maintain positive pricing power during the period. However, after input costs surged in the mid-2000s, firms faced difficulty in passing on costs to their output prices. As a result, the price pass-through index plunged. After the global financial crisis, increases in input prices kept up outpacing those in output prices, and therefore, the price pass-through index has remained stagnant. However, since 2013, the index shows that positive changes has been, have been taking place very gradually. Output prices started to increase steadily after 2013. This suggests that Japanese economy has overcome deflation. However, in terms of the cost pass-through, Firms remain reluctant to raise output prices to much cost increases, particularly when input prices have climbed significantly. So in the past 10 years, the pass-through index declined every time input prices surged. Even with the recent commodity price shock, this pattern has not changed. The price pass-through index has fallen sharply because increases in output prices have not kept up with the sharp rise in the input prices. I see. So firms already stopped lowering their selling prices, but due to the low cost pass-through ratio, even the recent significant cost increases have yet to lead to a sufficient rise in sales prices. This corporate behavior leads to a limited rise in consumer inflation, instead putting pressure on corporate profit. Then why is the pass-through ratio of Japanese firms persistently low? Looking at the breakdown by firm size, the weakening of the price, pricing power was particularly pronounced among SMEs. Until the early 2000s, SMEs' pricing power has higher than that of large firms. However, this reversed after the mid-2000s, and now SMEs' pricing power is lower than that of large firms. 
And this is largely due to an increase in the share of SMEs in the processing and assembly manufacturing industries, such as autos and electrical machinery. Such industries have built a vertical specialization of the production system. And in that system, SMEs produce intermediate goods and deliver them to large farms. And then large farms assemble finished goods. In this vertical structure, in contract price negotiations with large farms, SMEs tend to be at a disadvantage, especially when in input costs surged. In addition, in the mid-2000s, Japanese manufacturers faced a severe competition in the global market due to the yen's appreciation and rising competitiveness of other Asian companies. And this particularly challenged SMEs. However, Ayako recently has a positive movement emerged to change the environment for SMEs. Yes, since last year, the government has stepped up its policy push to boost SMEs' price pass-through. The government accelerated its effort to ensure that SMEs are not forced to pay unfavorable transaction prices to large companies under the vertical specialization of production system. The government has laid out guidelines for setting transaction prices in each industry, and the Minister of Economy, Trade and Industry, METI, requested that industry associations ensure that transaction prices are appropriate. In December 2021, the cabinet approved a package of measures to facilitate price pass-through, clarifying the application of antitrust laws and strengthening the structure of the Fair Trade Commission and supervision of proper wage payment by labor standard supervisory agencies. In January 2022, the legal operation standards were also revised to state that transactions that do not reflect cost increases, such as for labor, raw materials, and energy, in transaction prices violate the antitrust law and subcontract act. The government also strengthens the monitoring system. The METI designated September 2021 as price negotiation months and subsequently monitors contract between large firms and SMEs to see if SMEs were able to pass on higher costs to large firms. The survey result released in February this year showed that about 20% of SMEs were unable to pass on higher costs. Against this backdrop, the government has issued guidance to the large firms that place orders but refuse to pay for higher costs. The government has announced that it will continue this initiative semi-annually, designating March this year as price negotiation once again. In the past, when consumer prices rose in response to consumption tax hikes and higher costs, the Japanese government took measures to lower prices to alleviate the negative impact on consumption. And this government action is partly what restrained the rise in Japan's CPI. But this time, the government's initiatives such as legal revision and the strengthening of the monitoring system could represent a big structure shift. So do you think these developments will have a significant impact on inflation in Japan? Yes, we expect these moves likely will help Japan break out its long-standing low inflation equilibrium. Policy supports to encourage SMEs to pass on prices likely will continue, recognizing that securing SMEs' profitability is indispensable to raising nominal wages. The current administration has set promoting SMEs' price pass-through as one of its core policy initiatives. 
We have argued that strong post-pandemic demand combined with unprecedented cost pressures could change firms' pricing behavior. Since cost pressures are expected to persist for some time, cost pass-through from SMEs to large companies, which has been holding down Japan's price pass-through rate, likely will increase. We think this structure shift will change inflation expectations, eventually pushing up consumer inflation. We expect the trend of core inflation, excluding food and energy, will rise from a pre-pandemic three-year average of 0.3% of the year to around 1.2% by the end of this year. Japan has suffered long-lasting low inflation, but this would be a big shift. So will this lead a change in BOJ policy? Some in the market seem to expect a monetary policy change in response to recent yen depreciation and the price increases. Our forecast emphasizes the trend of BOJ core inflation, which excludes fresh food and energy, and its BOJ target indicator, rising 1.4% over the year toward the next year. This would indeed be a big shift for Japan, but still well below the BOJ target of 2%. Also, the BOJ is uncertain that wage growth will follow a rise in inflation. Thus, we don't expect a policy shift from the BOJ until it sees that a positive cycle of inflation is restored. If a positive cycle can be created in which a rising firm's pricing power leads to higher wages, which in turn raises consumer prices in power, we would expect to see a further shift up in core inflation. That leads to a policy shift from the BOJ. So great, thank you for in-depth discussion of Japan's inflation dynamics. And thanks to everyone who joined today. We look forward to having you join us again on JP Morgan Global Data Pod. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan Research Reports related to its contents for more information, including important disclosures. 2022, JP Morgan Chase & Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on May 24, 2022.